Welcome back to the Unending TBR Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole. I'm sure you know Kelly from the Cozy Bookworm and I are so enjoying what we are getting from Susan May Warren's The Minnesota Marshall Series. In this episode, we are going to do a deep dive in what we have enjoyed about this series and what we predict is coming next. Thank you for joining So this week, Kelly and I are talk, going to be talking about the Minnesota Marshalls. Thank you, Kelly, for joining me. Well, thank you for having me. I'm always up for talking about the Marshalls. Oh, uh, yeah. And I mean, it, <laughs> it always ends up, we're here in summer, talking about a Susan May Warren series it's like every year. All the time. All the time. So what did, what were you kind of like looking forward and expecting coming into the Minnesota Marshalls? Because you've been following Susan May Warren books for a while. We were familiar with the Montana Marshalls. Like, so what were you kind of expecting? I was, uh, I was expecting it to be awesome because it's Susan, but I was really curious because obviously I loved the Montana Marshalls and I, I always will love them, but I was curious to see how they would be, how the Minnesota Marshalls would be similar in both similar and different and I knew that Susan would pull it off but she definitely pulled it off I was thinking well is it going to be the same or the characters going to be the same but they weren't it's it's really neat it's the same type of story um it definitely feels like the same family because it is but they're all so unique it's been fun yeah I know I remember and I know I one person messaged me saying it's like oh well I'm just going to finish up the Montana Marshalls before I jump right into the Minnesota Marshalls and I'm like there's a little bit of chunk in between because um with the Minnesota Marshalls I agree it's like I feel like it's center similar energy that she has through this series but you're right very different than uh Montana Marshalls like in the best ways where they don't feel like it's just they're not just cookie cutter characters that are moved into a different situation they're very different um, but with the book one, Frazier, we've already like longtime readers have met him briefly in Montana Rescue. So I feel like that's where yeah. he made his first appearance, right? I can't remember if it was Montana Rescue. I know he has been in that's terrible. Oh, I can't remember my um, end of the day, but I know he he definitely was introduced before as well as Ned you know we met Ned when he was a t- really a young man more of a teenager um, in the Montana Rescue series and then um, I guess Frazier would have been mentioned at some point because um, they were all obviously part of that family that we met in Stormfront yeah. as a ties book yeah. in Montana Rescue so yeah we yes. would have met him and Ned yeah. at that point you're right you're right yeah I had to think okay. about that for a second yeah we would have met Frazier and then we saw Frazier a little bit in the Sky King Ranch did we not I believe yep. Sun, um, so yeah we've seen Frazier a little bit yeah. so it was fun to, yeah. yeah yes we had a cameo which was fun um so yeah we got introduced to him many years ago yeah and I feel like it's it's always interesting and I'm always looking like reading her current books and she'll like you know just drop a really cool name or something that I'm like oh I wonder if she's gonna later do a thing and it's just kind of cool how then you can like look back and it's like oh they were here here and here so it's like, it's yeah. already felt like you know them, even if she doesn't go into super depth about them. But yes. 
yeah so he is like i feel like similar the similarity is is that she starts with the older brother like the oldest brother in the group yeah similar how she well Knox wasn't the oldest he was the second oldest but he had he was like that older brother figure in the family the one yeah, holding because Ruben had gone. yeah yeah you're right yeah so he was kind of an older brother figure but um but I really like how she played off um differently like yep you know Frazier I feel like he was so relatable in that you know you saw what happened to him in sunburst so then he's like he feels like stuck and I feel like even if you haven't escaped a terrorist camp I love how she <laughs> makes it relatable whereas like there's just those times in life that you feel stuck pinned down like everything that you planned is just like not going right and I feel like that's kind of where Frazier was when we met him in his book yeah we like he he was definitely relatable and I I loved Frazier that whole book blew me away but Frazier as a character he was relatable I felt terrible for him because his whole life kind of everything he'd been working for everything he thought his life was going to look like got kind of well turned upside down and so I definitely felt for him but he was a he was such a good character I loved him he's good I liked his journey that she took him on it there's so many quotes and good reads um that I saved from that book I'm really noticing that a lot like through each book it's like I feel like there's so many little like wisdom nuggets throughout and I know she does that in some of her other books but I feel like these it's like they just pop in 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 amongst all the action if there's like a slight breather she'll have a character like a mentor type character come in and give that bit of wisdom and it's like those are so good because they're so so important to remember yeah yeah it makes the story just all the better you know it's not just an entertaining thing I think that's what I love about um, Christian fiction in general but Susan is one that comes to mind all the time in that regard she it's not just entertainment it's it is entertainment but it's also edifying it's you're you walk away encouraged through you know reading something that's entertainment but it's it's deeper than that and I I definitely appreciate that about her stuff definitely and I feel like if I if I'm not mistaken I think this is the first time she has had a female bodyguard as the heroine with Pippa yeah I can't remember yeah I can't remember another time and that was funny. I, that was what was I, you know, looking forward to or expecting. I was not expecting Pippa to be like she was. I was pleasantly surprised by her. And mm-hmm. I think their initial meeting may be my favorite, my oh. favorite meeting of all time. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty awesome. I think was, I highlighted yeah. it. It and was just like just... that. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, electrifying you know it's awesome <laughs> there were definitely <laughs> <So> sparks <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was, it was awesome it was good it, that whole thing like you and I had discussed earlier like those little things in books that you know between couples that are just like their thing I mean considering yep. if you've read the book you're gonna know what we're talking about but if you haven't I won't spoil yep. but that's one thing that's like it's an odd thing but it was endearing that was their thing between the two of them so yeah and it's so worked out it's like Frazier being a former I can't remember if he was I know he was special forces I think he was a seal right 
Yes. Because I think he and Vander Steel. Yeah. So, yeah. So he's like with Ford. Steel. With Ford. Yeah. With Ford. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 With and with Pippa being, you know, a very, very high level bodyguard, it was really cool seeing. I like it seeing like when you're dealing with really um, strong heroine characters, I really feel like they truly need that strong male counterpart to really like match their energy. And I really liked how that totally played out in their story. Yeah. yeah Pippa was, she was great. I, I, like I said, I didn't know what to expect with her, but she was funny and she was such a um, likable character, even, she you know, was. with her job and, you know, she carried, she was hardened by, you know, things, but she was also soft at the same time. And you could relate to her as a person. Yeah. And I really thought it was interesting. I'm like, oh, okay, it's a female bodyguard, but it's a female bodyguard to a female royal member, which is like, yes. okay, another another new thing that she has not done royalty before. I mean, we mm. got we got a little bit of locked in land with Rachel Hauk's world crossover in RJ and York's, and then that net, and then how she's like taking it a step further by bringing in another character. It was like. Yeah, I love what she did with that. That was so fun. You know, obviously being a, a reader of Rachel's stuff and loving that series that she developed with Locked and Lamb, the um, House of Blue. That was mm-hmm. so fun. Like seeing that, you know, a little bit of that crossover in the RJ and York deal. That was just so fun. It was just fun. And then to carry that through with the, um, is it Amani? is how they pronounce her name, Amani. Amani, yeah the princess that was just neat I loved how she kind of took that and ran with it it was 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 a a lot of fun for the reader yeah and I feel like with this whole series like if I had to describe it it's it's almost like action adventure romance not just like romantic suspense I feel like it's so much action there's so much action it isn't just suspense but it's like it's a really cool blend plus it's such a um, especially this series is and I feel like her last couple series it's so much like globetrotting element to it it isn't you know it has its own its own niche I feel and um, she has like her own genre her entire like this I know because it is and it's not just suspense you're right it's so much action adventure you go to so many different countries it's just Mm -hmm. it's wild and it's my favorite for sure I love it I know I, I I really love it. and it was like it's kind of you know unique where I feel like she's setting up so much in this series also it's very different from Montana is that she's really setting up the book that she has because Creed's book is going to be the last book in this series and she spent like a bit of time we got a little bit of time to know Creed the youngest of this yeah. group and it's kind of like we won't get his book to the end and I was kind of like when I saw him like oh my goodness this is going to be resolved so easy. What's going to happen in Creed's book? And then it's like, and then the series continues. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. There's other things going to happen. Yeah. And that was another thing that was unique to this series that she didn't do in, I mean, she, of course, you know, gives you multiple point of views in the Montana Marshalls, but it didn't follow the same order, you know, with yeah. with yeah. Knox, we got to go, we're not to go Knox and then we got to know Tate and then Tate was the second book in the series that's yeah. not the case here yeah. so it's fun it, it's nice it's like like a build-up because 
in the back of my mind, I can't wait to get back to Creed, you know, and to figure out as much as I, I've, I've enjoyed every book. And I, of course, can't wait till Iris's book. But in the back of my mind, I'm like, well, what's going on with Creed? We left Creed in a very crazy place. So I'm, it's fun. I like how she did that. And it's like, yes, each book ends with like something unresolved and a like a an element of a cliffhanger, but it's not like nothing has been resolved in the book or the characters haven't reached some sort of a, a place in their life that you're like, okay, I can take, you know, a breath, <laughs> you know, it's like, yes, I'd love to be able to just read them all through, but it's like, but they are left somewhere where it's not like you're, you're unsatisfied. You know what I mean? It's yes. Yes. Yeah. It's not just a cliffhanger for shock value. It's yeah. natural to the story and it's, they're kind of like her stories are like installments. I think if it's like yeah. next week yeah. on the Susan May Warren series, you know, it's an installment. Like each episode or each book has its own feel and story arc and all those things, but you are propelled into the next book. Like you have no choice but to pick the next one up, which is genius. <laughs> it is. And I do love how she has at the end the little teaser of like what comes next. And it's oh, like, yeah it's so good like part of me sometimes doesn't want to read it right away because I'm like because then I'm gonna have to wait <laughs> yeah it just extends my torture of waiting yes I feel that for sure <laughs> yeah so how about Jonas we go right oh. like we had that one was so cool too and it was like coming from Frasier I'm like oh my gosh I enjoyed Frasier so much Jonas is yeah. very different and I guess different but still awesome it's like yeah he's a very different brother he's um I mean other than Creed he's one of the brothers that isn't a Navy SEAL yeah and I feel like yeah we got to see a whole nother side of him we saw him from Stormfront yes yeah you know it's been a while since we had him in Stormfront so we got to catch up and see where he was after some of that so I thought, I thought that was really neat what she did with him, you know, him and um, the heroine in that story, Siba or Siba, they were both so unique, their jobs alone. That was fascinating to me, specifically her job with the, um, like the, I don't know what the proper term is, but basically un uh, detonated bomb work that she was doing that just the history of that. And just to know that there are so many, un I guess, detonated bombs um left over from world wars i had no idea that that, that was so fascinating that, to me just learning about that alone and i'm like man that's really cool i did not know that ah yeah that's something that yeah i've never heard of before and it, yeah it was like some sort of like explore oh, i think i lost you again Oh, I think I lost you again. I think I lost you again. Like talents, interests, and skills came together. It was so cool. Like bombs and weather. Like that was just really neat. How she brought yeah, that together. Yeah. It was really neat. I lost you for a few for a few seconds there, but I caught the tail end of it. But I just the combination of them being I had no idea. Like with his, I called them weather balloons. I didn't. I couldn't even pronounce what 
they were called, but um, that combined with her job was just really neat. And I loved with her, and you may have mentioned it when I, when I lost you for a second, the whole storyline with her grandfather was another added layer that was just so much fun. Oh man, I enjoyed it. I could read like a whole story about just like the grandfather thing. Like there was just so many, so many things that I go, oh my goodness, like we're in a country that I've never read about before. And, um, you know, job professions that I had never heard before. Plus like World War II history, which was fascinating. And so many things about that. It's like, oh my goodness, I can have a whole thing about this too. Maybe that's a history nerd in me, but I mean, I found it really interesting. But it's also- it was also so current because it's like, okay, you have these interesting jobs, plus they are on the run from something and you aren't even sure, like, is it the mob? Is it something else? Like, and it was again, like nonstop. Yeah. I remember that scene. There was that scene I, I'm kind of loosely described because I don't want to spoil, but when Jonas and Siba are in dire straits and they're, you know, they're kind of trying to get back what belongs to him and all the crazy shooting goes down but then of course Ford shows up in the team I've never like I was so excited I was like yes I remember reading that like furiously like turning pages like oh no what's gonna happen what's gonna happen and then it's like yes the heroes come in it's like it's awesome yeah I know and I, I love that how she's really knitting that together yeah you're right that one part where they show up together that's like oh I didn't expect that I thought it was going to get even worse for them especially for her for Siba but I was like yes sigh of relief okay a little bit of a breather awesome and again she's like dovetailing in her stuff because we get the setup for Ned what's going to happen in Ned's but it's like each book is I don't know like like the exact ratio, but there's a bit of what's going on, what's setting up for Ned's book, which really, like the end of Jonas, you're like, oh my goodness, like, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. in between and did, um, talk about Ned, because, okay, I know for like some people, it's like, okay, so Ned and Shay we get to see a little bit what's going on in their relationship, but they were at the end of the Montana rescue series. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Known as Esme Shaw. And it does, I feel like in Ned, there is a point where he does like explain it out kind of what, what the history is of that. But it was so interesting because that was that continuing mystery all throughout Montana rescue. Like, yeah, yeah. We were always wondering in between all of those other rescues, there was always that little bit of what's go, what happened to Esme. And yeah, yeah. I mean, like, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, obviously, for anybody that, I mean, mean, these books are years old, the Montana Rescue. But if you haven't read Montana Rescue and you want to be surprised, you may not listen to the rest of this. But (laughs) I was looking forward to this. I was looking forward to Shay and Ned's book for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. because I've already I already knew them especially Shay you know we already knew her and you know obviously she had been through so much as a young kid but then also as a teenager you know her backstory is so tragic and then 
as a teenager and then as a young woman, she's already been through so much. So when we were left at the end of Jonas, I'm thinking, what, what is this poor girl going to have to go through? I know. We're now. like, you know, like what, but I was rooting for her because, you know, she was, when we met her in the Montana rescue, she was kind of your typical angry teenager. She had reasons to be, you know, she wasn't just angry for angry sake. But, you know, she had her bratty moments, you know, her uncle was trying to do what was right. And he, you know, they had their little blow up there and then her life went crazy. But I was so excited to see her as an adult, you know, and getting to see Ned again as an older guy and just to see where they were. But so their story was satisfying in that way and like nonstop action. I remember starting Ned and thinking, my goodness am I ever going to be able to breathe like this is amazing like there you go the action adventure is non-stop action adventure it really is and I feel like we got so because because in in Montana Rescue we didn't get Shay's POV until the very last book so I feel like in Ned we get some of her POV and some of the things that she's working through and like the the untruths that she believes and um I really liked seeing that about her and in the straits that she was in I just feel like it, it was really like well done with with her story continuing how it is and what she went through um really there was like really really encouraging moments I feel because it's like I feel like yeah. even if you aren't in the dire straits that um she was sometimes you feel like oh my goodness it's like I am off God's radar you know kind of thing which isn't true but sometimes you still feel it and I feel like um there were just some really great moments with Shay's story so I love that so I was so satisfied with the um I guess conclusion ish you know kind of when things had slowed down a little bit in the book and her and Ned were able to come back together you know her just being she showed growth, you know, because before she never would have admitted that she was wrong. She would have been rebellious, you know, like she was with her uncle. But I loved the fact that she admitted she was wrong and she apologized and she was able, you were able to see had worked through some of the things that she had experienced. So I was so satisfied with her story. I really liked it. I also feel like that conversation between Ned and Shay in kind of conclusion from what happened with the blow up, it's like, that was a very like reasonable, like response for where they were in their relationship yeah. too. It's kind of like, okay, this it is didn't... like, yeah, it was, it was, it was satisfying. It was like level-headed for where, for how long they had been together and all the things that they had been working through. I'm kind of like, I really like that conversation that they had and how they, yeah, it was good. It was good. Yeah. Cause they had been, they were so familiar with one another. I mean, they had, I don't know how many years had transpired between Montana rescue and I'd have to look it up, but Montana rescue and this series, but obviously they were much younger when they met and they've had all these years together. Um, and so they were so familiar with one another to begin with. And we were obviously as readers familiar with them. So it was satisfying that she was able to, they were able to just kind of get past, you know, yeah. get past yeah. you know, the little, you know, disagreement they had in the um, hotel, you know, and Jonas. I was glad to see that, that it was handled that way. It was satisfying. Yeah. And another thing that I really liked about Ned is that we continued to got we continued to get to see Frasier. Because I feel like yeah, that was yeah. 
missed in Montana Marshalls is once Knox was kind of like moved on, he was involved a little bit with Tate, but um, we kind of didn't get him involved as much later in the books. I mean, it made sense because of what was all going on, but yeah. we're getting a lot more like of the integrating of the older brother as well and how they're working together. And I just really love that. Yeah, I was so happy to see so much of Frazier because I loved him. I fell in love with his character, you know, yeah. before the story, but I really, man, I was happy to see more of him. He's good in like a meaningful way yes yeah it was really really like i love that and i love again you have a, you and i have talked about this before i just love it with um family series even if they're different even if they have you know things that they're working through that they come together when they need each other it's just so awesome to see i love that that's something that's something that susan does you and I've discussed this obviously multiple times but it's something she does so well and she gets that sibling dynamic so perfectly it that's another thing it's like action adventure suspense romance family saga like that's her genre you know and it's just always so well done I love it I love seeing the just all the differences between the siblings and like you said when they need each other they come back together even if they have you know disagreements yeah and you know and they will but yeah but when the chips are down they like have each other's backs and I just really love that and we got to see oh I don't know if I should say who who shows up I probably won't say who shows up but we got to see <laughs> I was like I actually have it in my notes that I was gonna say I'm like duh don't say that um <laughs> But, and then how she's doing it. So in Ned, she prepares us for Iris's book. And I am like, I absolutely loved Iris and Hudson. Yeah. Everything about their part of the book was also like. <laughs> the wheels on the bus go. <laughs> I you know, still crack up about that sometimes. Every I time I sing that at my house with my kids, I think of Iris and Hudson and I just can't help but laugh. It's so funny. Their banter was top notch. I mean, just so funny. So funny. Oh, yeah. And I, think I cannot wait. It's like they were also in like, they're in a pretty serious situation too. But the, the banter and the little bits of humor that like really broke up some of the times the super serious stuff that was going on with Shay at the time it's like it was the great balance where it's like okay you can do this and then you get a little bit of a breather and then yeah. keep on going so yeah yeah it's fun it was like one moment the wheels on the bus moment was hilarious and I think that came shortly after for some reason Ziggy I can't remember exactly Ziggy showed up and when Ziggy shows up you know it's getting serious because something crazy is going down and it was like it is that it was that little breather in between you know they'd have those serious moments where people would show up or they'd be you know running seeing people get pushed off of bridges all this crazy stuff and then you would have those funny little moments between the two of them it was just so well done um, and now I'm laughing to myself because I'm thinking, who is she talking about? Who shows up? I'm like, ah, now I know who she wasn't going to say. Yeah, that moment, that was, I kept thinking, I think you and I were messaging because I was like, I think I know who it is. It's got to be one of three of these people. Oh, wait, I think I know. Oh, it is. So, yeah, that was fun. He likes to pop up places, I've noticed, where he's, yeah, he likes to, he can't stay away. 
<laughs> no, but it was, it was um, really good. And I like it also, it's like with um, Iris and Hudson, Iris's um, uh, football referee, Hudson yeah. is a football um, player. And I love it because also in this like international espionage type world, they are so like, they're both fish out of water kind yeah. of in this situation yeah. it's kind of like they've come or at least um iris you know comes from a family of like brothers that are involved in all this stuff but she really is a fish out of water they're both kind of like reluctant some reluctantly pushed into this world um and it's just like that's a really cool element to see too yeah talk about like a different job too i mean totally yeah. different than you know a person who you know neutralizes bombs or a person that you know tracks weather patterns lots of crazy stuff but like a female football referee overseas like how cool is that I thought that was neat too and just their I don't know like you said fish out of water yeah they they didn't ask to be thrown into what they got thrown into but they did and it just it was neat like two quote normal people getting thrown into this crazy plot it was fun I know that was just so entertaining so what are your, um, what are your predictions for Iris? I don't know what to predict. Like the way we were left at Ned with the what's coming next. I'm like, what? What? How did we end up here? And that's another thing. Like we were in like, I'm like only Susan May Warren. Like we are in like, we're in like gulag ship in Russia. And then we cut to I guess I can say it because I mean, if you've read the book, and then we cut to what Greece, like what, like so crazy. I have no idea what to expect. I have no idea what to predict. <clears throat> I predict that at the end of Iris, I'm going to be desperate for Creed. That's what I'm going to predict. Yeah, well, because it's going <laughs> to be the finale, and <clears throat> I think um, also we there were some loot like. There's loose ends on each thing, but I feel like the more so at the end of Ned, we have some loose ends behind some like of the um, reasoning why Shay got what happened to Shay happened. Yeah. You know, it's kind yeah, of little, like, little subtle things. Yeah, you're right. Kind of like it's not like she's, you know, I can't say, <laughs> but, but there's still questions and it's kind of like, okay, there's two books left. I'm kind of like wondering, I'm predicting that we will eventually get back to Locked in Land for Creed. Yeah. yeah. Sometime, right? I would think so. I mean, it has to with, with Amani and Amani. Yeah. I would imagine we would come full circle in Locked in Land. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, there are, so I was thinking like, yeah, there are a lot of untied ends because we still don't know, like you said, why Shay was really taken. And there was all those little subtle, you know, with cameras and pictures and, you know, why, how does that fit into the greater picture, which yeah. is another fun thing yeah. about all of these series is you have that common denominator with Alan Martin. I don't think that's really a spoiler. If you've read any of her last, however many series, you know who Alan Martin is, but I love, starting, with just, the, starting with the Montana Marshalls. She just posted on her um, a Facebook, uh, like a little graph of like where Alan Martin and, um, where his stuff kind of started in that storyline because it's like okay yeah. montana marshals and then it continued through global and it's kind of like 
through RJ and yeah. York to here. It's like, yeah, it, he's yeah. been. Around. I saw that. And which, you and I, which is another thing that intrigues me. Sorry, go ahead. No, no. And I was going to say, it's like you and I were talking. It's like, okay, are there things about Ellen Martin we don't know yet? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's like we, because I think I, I definitely saw the graphic and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but it said something along the lines. It mentioned Reba, um, Gloria's yeah. mom. Yeah. And won't spoil there, but it mentioned Reba. Like, how do you track her storyline and Alan Martin's storyline? And what's interesting about that is from the outside looking in, they're on the same team. I'll leave yeah. it at that. Like from the outside looking in, right? But then I go, my mind always goes back to Wyatt's story. We've talked about this, like with Wyatt and the Montana Marshals. Yes, the, the quote bad guy didn't do it. He, he didn't go about things the right way, but what he said was true. What he was saying was true. His, his, he shouldn't have done what he did to Coco, of course, but he wasn't lying. He appeared to be this villain and he was in respect to the fact that he didn't go about things the right way, but he wasn't telling a lie. Yeah. So it makes me yeah. wonder what really is going on with Alan Martin? You know, mm -hmm. what, who is he really? And who else is he working with? Because I don't know. I just feel like there's so much more there, especially now if you're posting that on her social media, I'm like, hmm, really anticipating something big being there so yeah yeah I agree um I totally agree so you think it's gonna go back to locked in land we don't know about there <laughs> and um I think we need to still be on the lookout for like it's always good because she always brings in other other characters and stuff like that like Ziggy and Roy. Yeah, I can't get enough of them. I love their story. I told Rel that. I think I've told her that more times and she's probably like, okay, I get it seriously. But I'm like, we need Ziggy and Roy. <laughs> Tell Susan we need Ziggy and Roy. But yeah, I like their characters and other marshals that I don't know if you're going to mention or not. But yeah, I need more of, of the other marshal. I'm going to go ahead one on Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> I am like also is she hint because we because if you've read rj and york's thing it's like there's also winchester marshall he has been like radio silence this whole series and i'm mm -hmm. kind of like what's he doing and i feel like there was hint that there's oh there's more marshals in florida so i'd totally be okay with florida yeah I, all 50 states marshals <laughs> yeah we need the Texas Marshals, the California Marshals. I'm all here for the Marshals. Yeah, it's so funny talking about like Winchester because so I've been, I told you my sister-in-law, you know, I got her hooked on Susan May Warren a while ago, but she's kind of, she took a break and she's been catching up. And so she actually was just messaging before I uh, signed on to the, the meeting here. And I, she was saying that the library finally got the last book in the RJ and York series. And so I'm like, yes, okay, finally she can finish that. And then I can theorize about Winchester with her because I didn't want to ruin it, you know, because there was so much about Winchester that was so up in the air. Like, is he, is he, what, where is he, where's his loyalty? You know, like, is he a good marshal or is he a bad marshal, you know? And so it'll be fun to be able to get her input too because she's finally going to be able to finish because he was intriguing. I, he, that whole series with him I thought man okay what is she gonna do with him but yeah. I'd like more of him yeah. 
no I definitely I definitely agree I mean I feel like just the way she does the the whole family and I know like you said um Ziggy and Roy um and she's brought in his name's escaping me he cheated in a novella about him and he's popped in a oh Logan, popped Logan. In. Logan yeah Logan Thorne is that who we're talking about yes yeah yeah and then also the president too isaac white you know because we left that storyline in rj york's that three book series with novellas that was neat how that was followed through um so i feel like he's been one that's been carried through the entire all the books that have included you know reba and alan martin and that entire thread with the russian mafia i i would imagine we would see him again as well hopefully that'd be neat I know. I, I do like the continuity of it. And it's kind of like, oh, because it also, it's like, okay, these people are all established. You don't have to like work extra to know all these people. It's like, you already kind of follow that if you follow it, which I would highly recommend. And I'm kind of curious, <laughs> do you think you're going to go back and do more Montana Rescue? You know, when, with, was it Harry Harrington, the brother of Hudson? I think they nicknamed him Harry, I think in the book. With her going back there with him and putting so much emphasis on him. And plus, you know, we go back to Montana at the end of, was it Ned's book with um, my brain is fried. Or was it Jonas's book? We go back to Montana. Obviously, Ned and Shay went back to Montana, but we did go to a ranch in Montana with Siba and her grandfather, remember? Well, that's right yeah at the funny. end and I thought that was unusual since she was raised you know overseas that wasn't her home story with her grandfather getting to finally come back home um I found that interesting so I I wouldn't be mad if we went back to the Montana rescue I love that series that was kind of in a way what really kicked off this whole thing yeah. Um, I feel like with Susan May Warren so, book, it's kind of like you get into the bus and then you go, okay, where are we going? Like wherever <laughs> we're going to go is going to be fine. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. Montana, Gulag and Russia, I'm down. Like, come on. Like, I'd Greece, go anywhere. Let's do it. Greece, Italy. Yep. Like, I'm here for it. Absolutely. Well, I guess we can't, we can't say anything else because we actually don't know anything else <laughs> sadly sadly how many more days how many more weeks how many more months do we have to wait for uh, i'm trying not oh, to man. think about because i you're right it's like as much as i'm probably gonna absolutely love iris just because of based off of their stuff like i'm thinking that one may be my favorite just because i have absolutely loved iris and hudson so far <laughs> i also wouldn't yeah. like I'm really looking forward to Creed's like seeing his his character arc through the past because he is the only son in that family that entered that family through adoption. Yeah, which is adds so much to that and it enriches that whole, even just the conversations between Creed and Fraser and from Fraser's point of view and then Creed's yep. point of view, just Creed's history with his you know biological family, you know, coming from what he came from. I'm really looking forward to getting to know him even more. I think that's really neat yeah and like i said it's like we haven't seen you know a lot from him since fraser so i'm like really curious as to how that's gonna come back in i just yeah i can't wait for that it's like yes you want resolution but also it's kind of like it's sad when it ends but <laughs> yeah 
yeah this like that i don't know like you can't uh it is what it is but you're yeah like you're so excited to get to the book but then at the end of it you're like but i don't want it to be over I'm right there with you. <laughs> so true well thank you for talking i can't can't wait to see what is in store and if anybody listen has their own theory and stuff i put up a a post about if anybody wanted to add it that we could discuss it but hey you and i are always able i know i know i'm willing and i know you you do chat <laughs> online about it's like what are your theories i'm always down for theories people can always hit me up about theories message us both we're always down for that yeah so thank <laughs> you for joining Kelly. absolutely thank you for having me okay well, i'll talk to you later Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to always chime in with um, myself at the NNDTBR podcast on both Facebook and Instagram and Kelly at the Cozen Bookworm on Instagram. Thank you and talk to you next time.